recording started. Well, good morning again and welcome to Faith Restoration Ministries and Chekina Theological College. We're so glad to have you here. Please mute that phone, please. We will start again. Um, yes, welcome again to Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. We are online at www.frministry.org. We are here on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. for worship service. If you would like to join our live program, we have members here this morning and they will be speaking. We're, our topic this morning is satanic activities, still dealing with spiritual warfare. And we want you to know that Satan is ruling in this world today, in society. The things you see happening in some churches and in government, it's not just people. Satan has to have a living instrument, a person in which to carry out his nefarious deeds, his work. So when you um, see these things happening, yes, he works through people because it's the only way he can get his work through. Yes, we should be able, if we are living for the Lord, then surely indeed we can subdue the enemy. If we're working for the Lord, he gives us power over him. He tells us in Revelation 12, 11, we overcome him by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. This morning, we're going to open up with this prayer. Again, I should have told you where, where you can find us. We're at www.frministry.org. Frministry.org. If you need counseling, we have a lot of inspirational books. You'll find them there. Go on our book page. And that's where you're going to find um, those books which we have. Our telephone number is 678-964-4096. If you need prayer, if you need counseling, or you just need to ask a question about Shekinah. Shekinah is an online Christian ed um, education institute. We are here to spread the gospel of salvation to fulfill the great commission in Matthew 28, 19, where Jesus told us, not only his disciples, to go and preach and teach all the world. That is what Shekinah Theological College is about. What does the word say? And with Faith Restoration Ministries, our aim is to restore lives through the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We're gonna pray and then our first speaker will come on in, Sister Vivine. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we declare that all demonic powers will be subdued and brought to the feet of Jesus. We send them right back whence they came. The blood of Jesus prevails against all demonic powers. And Lord God, we ask right now that you take total control of our minds and everything that we're going to say. Let it be according to your will, in Jesus' name, amen. Sister Vivine, would you start, please? Thank you. I want to continue sharing on how status operates and the importance of spiritual warfare. Saints of God, we're living in the last days and we're in a real war. The real battle taking place is between the body of Christ and the powers of darkness. Ephesians 6, 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So when we see people acting up, doing and saying bad things to hurt us, we have to deal with the situation in the spirit and not in the flesh. Because it is not the individual that is doing this, but it is the devil that has entered that individual. A typical example is in Matthew 16, verses 21 to 23. 
says, from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised in the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter, listen to what Jesus said to Peter. He said, Get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense unto me. For thou savest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. You see, Jesus knew that it was the devil that was speaking through Peter. And that is why he rebuked him. Everyone under the sound of my voice needs to understand that hell is real. And the devil knows that his time on earth is limited. He's very much aware of the fact that he will be thrown into the lake of fire when Jesus returns. So he's trying to take as many people as he possibly can with him. He has his agents in every organization, including the church including the church. In fact, he sends most of his agents in the church. And their job is to cause people to become bondage to sin. He has thousands of years of experience, and he uses familiar spirit to keep us trapped in the same cycle. You ever wonder how these, the same things keep recording in your life, the same people, our same kinds of spirit pop up? This is what the enemy does to keep us bound. I'm going to share Erica in her book, Seven Years in Hell. She wrote, she said, and I'm quoting, The meeting hall in heaven was where the witch doctors from all over the world would gather to discuss and strategize. The witches can sense when it is midnight on earth and would smoke pipes to send evil spirits to attack the people through sicknesses and nightmares. They send spells of witchcraft at that hour because they know Christians are sleeping and not praying. They send curses and speak all kinds of evil words against Christians and other people on the earth. They do this from midnight to 3 a.m. She says, from the 15th of October through to the 18th, Satan is possessed the gate for the new year and Steal people's blessings. They cast spells, cause nightmares, and they program all kinds of evil into the lives of people so they don't make it into the new year. You ever wonder why there are so many deaths at the end of the year? This is what she's explaining to us. So therefore, during the month of October, intercessors should intensify prayer in order to cancel, overturn, destroy, and render powerless the plans of the enemy. She also explained that many celebrities would perform in clothes that are full of evil powers, and the songs are full of evil spirits and hidden meanings. As you listen to these songs, evil spirits will possess you and find their way into your home. She said many musicians would throw articles of clothing possessed by evil spirits into the crowd, causing many souls to be captured and they would become addicted to evil habits like violence, abusive language, and all kinds of immorality. She also gave a list of some of the items that are manufactured in hell. There are clothes that are drawings of skeletons, dragons, snakes, Lucifer's crown with a crown, and flames of fire in different colors. There are shoes, underwear, belts, handkerchiefs, lotions, perfumes, all manufactured in hell. She explained that this information is not meant to put fear in you, but wisdom. These products have 666 in the barcode. If it is not 666, it is 999 or BBB or GDD. Make you, you said you may think that it is BB or GG, but it is really 666 in every form. It is actually 666. So she wants us to pray before we go shopping. 
you know, I want to share that when I first read this book and when she, uh, she explained, because this is not somebody giving, um, writing about what she thinks. This is what she experienced. This is what she has seen with her two eyes. She lived in hell for 17 years. I went through my closet thing, and I was surprised to see how many articles of clothing I had that was in a leopard print. I packed everything. I didn't care if there, was, if there were new. I didn't care how much I paid for it. I packed everything, and I got rid of them. We have to watch what we wear. We have to examine the perfumes we wear. Everything we have to take note because this is a spiritual battle. Erica explained, and I quote, Satanic magicians also have satanic rings made in hell. The rings have invisible spirit cameras to tell the number of people they have trapped. They use the same cameras to detect and trap Christians attending their shows. They ignore people who are not saved because they already belong to Satan. They go for born-again Christians in order to trap their souls. I tell of this because I was heavily involved in secular music. I'm just quoting what she said. She pointed out that celebrities are not our enemies. They have been tricked by the devil as well. But praise God, saints, that we are overcomers through Christ Jesus. In order to be able to resist the devil, we must study the word of God. Because that is what is going to keep us during the tribulation period. As Paul in 2 Timothy said, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Psalms 119.11 also says, The word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Amen. Praise the Lord. Wow, I don't know those who are alive um, listening to this broadcast this morning. When I listen, I read the book, but to hear it come out audibly this way, I'm telling you, it, it is so much more profound and it causes you to really stop and think. I didn't know those things. When I read the book, there's another one, about three of them in the set. Again, we want to say to Christians, you need to get your eyes open. Many of you following a, a political party and you're following this person, this leader and that leader. In the church, you follow a certain church. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because you see the church with so many hundreds of people, thousands of people, you believe that Christ is there. You believe the Holy Spirit is there. And so you go there. But you know what? Many I wrote in one of my books, I said, many of those churches that you see are sanctuaries. You're here to talk about sanctuary cities and so forth in, in this country now for, for people who, who don't have um, the, the papers. Well, in those churches, you find a sanctu their sanctuaries for people who want to live with one foot in the world. In fact, a foot and nine toes in the world and one toe every Sunday morning to go to church. But I'm not going to take up any more time. And one, one moment, I want to say something here. You notice all those babies are being murdered? Let me say here that Satan has to survive on blood. Without blood, they can't survive. Those who are his, um, his warriors and so forth. The book will explain it more to you. I can't give it to you all. But it takes a lot of common sense to understand. There has to be a reason behind all the things you see happening in society and in different, different in various ways and different organizations. There is a reason behind it. It may seem like mag madness, but there's a reason. And Satan is behind it all. This week, I'll be doing a program on the big lie, illusion, and blindness of the mind. I have not decided, the Lord has not directed me which day to speak on it, but I will be speaking on that one of these days. Next speaker, please. This is Sister Drew, and thank God, uh, uh, thank the Lord for being here this morning. I would like to read a passage from Second Timothy, if I may. Starting in the first verse, the word says, This know also, that in the last days, 
perilous times shall come. But men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affections, truth breakers, false accusers, uh, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sin, led away with divers lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And then he speaks about how uh, there are those who would stood against Moses. And the word says, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt mind reprobate concerning the faith. Sometimes we find ourselves in the middle of unimaginable circumstances or situations. And for the children of the Most High God, these things should not become or should be, they should not be a surprise to us. But lo and behold, we do have an enemy of our soul. And while we need to, do, to know the devices of that enemy, because the Word of God instructed us to do that, I don't... I don't know that we, I mean, we are just supposed to, we're supposed to have stand in the authority. That's what I'm going to say this morning. We're supposed to stand in the authority that God has given us. We are supposed to take advantage of the enemy when he comes at us. And we are supposed to tread on him. That means stomp him, run over him, take over him. And understand that his power is never greater than the will and the power of the Most High God. I have gone through some things recently that made me understand that I need to know the presence of, 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 of humility. Because that's a requirement if you are walking with the Lord. And so I thank the Lord for bringing me through that thing. I thank the Lord that even though we're living in these times, we don't have to be of these times. Because he's protecting us. His Holy Spirit is leading us and guiding us and taking us into his truth. Thank you. Next person. Um, thank you, Lord, for this time of sharing your, your word and your heart with the people of God. And those that are listening as well. I'd like to start with 2 Timothy 2.15. Study mm. thyself approve unto God a workman that need not be ashamed but may rightly divide the word of truth. That is so key that we must divide the word of truth applying to everything that's going on in this world. Without, without the word of truth we are coming into being captured by the works of the enemy. And that has so uh, penetrated the church that is a problem right now. And the thing about it, we as Christians must stand up and believe what we know that is true because the enemy comes in to kill, steal, and destroy, however he may do that. And I want to talk about something they have to do with, uh, we are we are being fearful, but God doesn't want, he wants us to be fearless. Because the world, they really are very afraid of us as a Christian, as a people. Because we come up against what, what they believe, and they don't like that. And they don't want people to come into the knowledge of that. For instance, pro-life, we're pro-life people. Those that really trust and believe in God's word. We're pro-life, but the world, they don't like it, and that's, that, that spirit, that satanic spirit that's in the world does not like us to take that stand. That's why it's such a problem with them, 
and they'll try to bring us into persecution. So either Christians, we have to understand that the Planned Parenthood, as they say that, that government, they be killing organization. It hates the Christians because we believe in pro-life and there's more people that come into the knowledge of saving grace about pro-life will not be a part of, uh, they could close Planned Parenthood down. Father God, I thank you, Lord, that that's going to happen one day. And it's going to come up against it. Legalizing that spirit, that satanic spirit that comes in with all this activity, legalizing pot, prostitution, and all sex traffic. The reason why those things exist because it's a money-making thing. And the thing about it, for the love of money is the root of all evil. And that society embraces the love of money. So as long as that love of money exists, they want to legalize that that God would say would condemn. But we have to understand that the Christians have to take a stand, and even more so as we're going to come up with persecution because of that stand against the enemy. We know who we are. That's why we need to know who we are. We need to know the word and how it applies to everything in society, so we would not be deceived. There's between a man and a woman. That has always been God. If anybody deviates from that, that is. So stands like Chick-fil-A was, the devil is a liar. You got to stand in this of persecution against satanic activity in spite of what the world says. The government is a money-making machine. If it's not making money, it does not want to do it. The things that government stands for able to support the alcohol industry with all the tech ban issues. And women marrying women of the Lord in spite of it what we see and the enemy comes in like a flood but the thing about it even things in your house as a sister has mentioned anything that you that comes in into your house, you begin to ask God, what is this? And we have to be like the sons of Issachar, having discerned the times and the seasons in this crucial time in life and in history. We uh, thank God that we're here. We're taking a stand as a as a warrior. We are warriors, and we will not. Down. We would not bow down to the ways of the enemy. And I thank God for strength and strong Christians that take the stand in the midst of all adversity, no matter what. And because of that, God is with us because he said, he's never against us, but he's with us. Weapons against us, but we, he is with us. And greater is he that's in us. That is in the world. Amen. Praise God. Sister Tash, would you speak now, please? Uh, good morning, everyone. My topic will be on witchcraft and spiritual work. The 
devil runs this world through fashion and technology, and his mission is to pull us from God. Therefore, we're able to identify when we are being attacked or manipulated by the devil. I gave my life to Christ when I was seven or eight years old. I was never taught in church about how spiritual life was, how to and how to go about it, how to go into spiritual warfare, how the devil runs this world, and about how important every decision I made to be a determining factor on who I was serving or what spirit was allowing into my life. Most of us Christians are right in the fence. We are not in constant communication with our Lord. We only consider Sundays as the only day to worship God. We only love our friends but not our enemies. We look to secular music. We try to fit in with this world. We covet things of others. We get so caught up in politics and so on. We are so caught up in the things of this world that we lose sight of what is important. God gave us dominion to trample the devil and his minions. The devil himself knows how powerful the church can be, but we the church do not know that and how powerful prayer is. Prayer is our weapon, and it is important that we as Christians know how to pray and to pray without sin. Even though I am saved, I was not living the way I should. Yes, I am a good person, but spiritually, I did not have a close relationship. Have a close walk with the Lord. I was listening to secular music. I was listening to R&B, reggae, hip-hop, and so on. And I did not know that by listening to these genres of music, I was praising the devil. I would also go to the club sometimes. Secular music and entertainment industry are used as a portal to conjure and channel spirits from the spiritual world into the physical world so, so they can have access to the lives of fans. When Christians take part in these activities of the secular world, for example, listening to secular music, they invite demons to infiltrate their lives. Years ago, because of the many trials that I had gone through, I was pulled away from God. I did not know that the many trials that I was facing was me being attacked spiritually by the devil. After having my child, I felt lost. I would still pray here and there to God, and I'm sure my mother came in her prayers, but I was drowning. One night, when my husband, my daughter, and I were sleeping, I heard the room door creak open. And suddenly, entering, and suddenly, and something was entering in my room. With each step into my room, I heard a clunk sound. I immediately jumped up to see what it was. And as soon as I did, I could sense imminent danger. Suddenly, I was in the center of the room. I looked, I looked behind me to see my husband woke up, but I could, not, I could just see him lying in the bed, sound asleep. As soon as I turned my head back around to face whatever it was in the room, something white came over me, covering me. I immediately felt very afraid, almost shaken. I put it closer to my husband and eventually fell back asleep. Now, about three years after, when my relationship with the Lord had been renewed, he revealed to me that that night I was not supposed to wake up from my sleep. The devil had sent a demon to come and get my soul. He revealed to me that the demon had feet and was half human, half animal. That night, I did not physically wake up to see what was in my room. It was my spirit. After my spirit had turned back around from checking to see my husband was up, angels came to my rescue. They had placed a covering over me to hide me from the demon. Then they pulled me back into my body. Psalms 91 is a powerful psalm that states that God will protect and rescue. And I'll be reading a few verses from that. Verses 3 to 12 says, Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and suffering. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation, there shall no evil 
with palsy. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in thy hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. He even revealed to me that the devil's plan was pull me from God in order to have access to my soul. God came through for me even when I did not fully understand what was going on. He came through for me even when I was far away from him. Imagine what he will do if we have a closer walk with him. Ephesians 6 verse 12 states, For we wrestle, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the pillars of darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Witchcraft is a fruit of jealousy, envy, hatred, and bitterness. It is a work of the flesh. Witchcraft results in poverty, pity, sickness, and death. It is even, it is counterfeit authority. It is trespassing into areas of reality in which God has forbidden human interaction. In Eric's book, um, which is a part three book, Witchcraft and Social Warfare, she shared an experience that her family had experienced when they were young. She said one day when my uncle was here, my grandmother on my maternal side told me to watch over their garden. One of their neighbors decided to take some of the grandmother's um, groundnuts from the garden without permission. So her uncle attacked the lady called her names and told her to stay out of the garden and accused her of being a thief. The woman ignored her uncle but and walked away, but the uncle kept chastising her, yelling at the lady and making fun of her legs because she had six for legs. <clears throat> the woman asked him, what did you say? Then he went back to chastising her. Then... Her, her uncle's mouth began to shift from the front of his face all the way back to his ears. Her, Eric's mother and her aunt began to laugh at him, and later they realized how serious the situation was. When their mother arrived, she punished Erica's husband for abusing the elderly person. Instead of the grandmother praying to God and asking God to reverse whatever witchcraft had come upon her uncle, the grandmother ran to the old witch and begged her to put her son's mouth in the original position. The witch asked her, what did you do when you learned about what the boy did? She replied, I punished him, but I want his mouth back in this position. The witch told her to go and she will find the, the mouth back in the position. And when her grandmother went home, the mouth was back to where it was supposed to be. Erica's grandmother was a Christian and she could have handled it in prayer. Instead, she went to seek the witch to undo what she had done. Christians have the power, but they don't know how to exercise it. They need to know that fear is a spiritual force. Second Timothy 1 verse 7 states, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. The church has been relaxed for a long time trying to fight the devil outside the church when they should have been when they have been ignoring the one operating from inside the church. One of the greatest enemies of the servants of God is a false prophet. They act like true prophets, mm -hmm. talk, even dress like true prophets, and have bigger congregations. They also have huge followings and they also have a lot of money. They can perform miracles through their magic to blind the faith following the true servants of God. Their doctrine is pleasant to people's ears because they do not concentrate on repentance, and instead, they concentrate on prosperity. First Timothy 6 verse 10 states, For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some covet after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through it. Some of these pastors are given rings that can command people to give money to the ministry without thinking. The same rings can be used to perform magic by taking away a problem and replacing it with another. For example, if a person is barren, the pastor can pray for you to have a child. The person then has the child, 
because the magic can take away the barrenness which demons cause in the first place. But then the magic brings sickness instead. So that person will keep coming back to the man of God with more problems, looking for more solutions. This person will always have a problem which the man of God will solve, and they will always testify to that effect, to the applause of the congregation. These false prophets cannot say, Jesus, Son of the Most High God, seated on the right hand of the Father, or they will be careful not to say, in the name of Jesus Christ, because Christ means anointed, and an anointing breaks yokes and removes burdens. If they make a mistake and say the wrong thing, they may accidentally call on the real Jesus that will strip them of their power instantly. This power that these pastors obtain is from the marine kingdom, and it is precious to them because it does not come easily. The minister is covenanted with a demon spirit. He can begin to do magic and call it a miracle. Others even have people fake illnesses and give false testimonies in order to deceive the people. This is the secret of the common magician. Even Christians tend to look to prophets for healing instead of looking to God. This is how they open themselves to be manipulated and fooled by their enemies. Life is spiritual. You must realize that there are evil spirits for every evil deed in the world. Behind every evil attack on your life, there is a spirit which specializes in that area of evil. Whatever the attack of the enemy against you, know that there is no witchcraft that can withstand the power in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus and the spoken word of God in the mouth of the believer. When prayer... When prayer in spiritual war- when you're praying in spiritual warfare, you must pray against spiritual enemies, not human foes. Human, not human foes who are mere instruments. Always remember the only language understood by the enemies of our of our souls is violence and resounding deceit. Spiritual warfare prayers are directed against the powers of darkness and not human beings. God to spiritual violence. Some examples of aggressive warfare scriptures are found in Psalms 10, Psalms 14, 35, 59, 107, Psalms 137, and 140. In these Psalms, David asked God to do terrible things to his enemies. He, he, he asked God to do terrible things such as breaking their teeth, um, bashing their head with a rod of iron. Let their way be dark and slippery. Let the angel of God take them. All these are cries that David wanted God to do to his enemies. So we must always remember that we need to go in spiritual warfare in order to chase our enemies away. And also, praying in the presence of another believer adds to the potency of your prayers. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, for, before um, before you come, better, better, better do, just let me say here, that voice you heard a moment ago is a young voice. And for all you youths out there, the young people out there, you need to take heed because the enemy is after you. He will tell you you're not in the right place. You're not in the right body. He will tell you all kinds of falsehood. Don't believe him. This young lady, I am so glad for her this morning and that glad that she, the Lord gave her the boldness to speak against satanic forces. Now we have Pastor Drew. He's going to speak now. Thank you, sister. Brothers and sisters, it's time, as the scripture says, for us to pay more than the usual attention the things we've heard from the word of God. Because the Lord Jesus Christ has warned us. And also remember that in this journey, the Lord Jesus Christ has said, he who endures to the end, the same shall be saved. Because the false uh, Christ have said that once saved, always saved. But it's a lie. What the Lord Jesus Christ has said is, He who endures to the end, the same shall be saved. And then he also says, As many as are led by the Spirit of the Lord God Almighty, they are the sons of the Almighty God. 
And the Lord Jesus Christ has also revealed to us that they that worship God must worship Him in spirit and in truth. And the Lord Jesus Christ has also made us understand that if the question that was asked, what does the Almighty God require of us or require of man? He answers and says that we should walk humbly with the Lord our God. So this, we are in that time, in that period, in that season, where we have to make sure that the spirit that we are worshiping, that when we pray, that we are praying to the Almighty God in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we should also make sure that we walk in the powers and authority that God has already given us because the gift and calling of the Almighty God is without repentance. But we who have been given those gifts and authority and power have to make a decision to walk in them, to manifest them, to use them, to apply them, to own, possess, and implement the Word of God in all, in all the Word of God. For the Lord God has spoken and said to us, Behold, I give unto you power to trample and tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the ability of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means harm you. So if we are obedient to the word of God, then that's when Psalm 91 applies. He who dwells in the, in, 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 in the shadow of the Almighty, he who abides in the shadow of the Almighty shall, 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 what? shall rest, be protected, be covered by the Almighty God. Why? Because first we know his name. At the end of Psalm 91, he says, because he has known my name, I will deliver him. And give him a long life. Because we have known his name. That he, the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he, the creator of heaven and earth and all that's within them, he, the father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that he is God because he made the heavens and the earth and all that's within them. And that he, and he alone, Deserve all the glory, all the praise, all the worship, all the obedience. So, brothers and sisters, we are in, we, from the beginning, from the time of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, from that day till now, the spiritual warfare has been raging on the planet Earth. When the Lord Jesus Christ came, informed us that he came to do the exclusive will of his Father who is in heaven. And when he left, he left us a job to do. He says, Go ye into all the nations and make what? And make disciples. And those who believe, Baptize them mm-hmm. in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then we are commanded to preach the word of God, to send the message. The main message we have from our Lord Jesus Christ is this, according to First uh, John 5 and 7. He says, this is the message that the Lord God Almighty has given us eternal life. And that life is in His Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's all we owe any man we come in contact with. That's all we owe any brother or sister. That's all we owe any person we are. Is to tell them that the Lord God Almighty has given us eternal life in His Son, Jesus Christ. And that's the first 
duty we have in Christ Jesus to bear witness that he is true, that he is real, and that he will save them. But we cannot con command or get anybody to, 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 to choose Jesus Christ. And please, we have to remember that the Lord God Almighty has commanded us who believe in him and his son Jesus Christ. He says, he is holy. He, the Almighty God, is holy. We should be holy. He is righteous. We should be righteous. He is perfect. We should be perfect. He is pure. We should be pure. And he has given us, he has given us something to empower us to do that. The Lord Jesus Christ says, if any one of us, as simple as we are, give good gifts to, the, to, to their children when they ask them. So when the children ask us for bread, when our children ask us for bread, we give them bread, we don't give them stones. He says, anybody who asks his father for, the, for his Holy Spirit, the father will give that person. So we should all ask the Almighty God for his Holy Spirit the spirit of the power of the Almighty God to live the life that the Almighty God has commanded us to live and to do the things He has commanded us to do. Because we cannot do it on our own. It's not a function of the intellect. You can have as many as many PhDs you have or as many master's degrees you have. If you don't have the spirit of the Lord God Almighty living you, Satan will deceive your life. Because one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is the discernment of spirits mm -hmm. and self-control. Mm -hmm. So when this, when Satan comes to, to 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 pound on your mind to give you scenarios to 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 try to change your mind, the Holy Spirit in you will open your eyes and your ears for you to see first the intent of the heart and the nature of the Spirit speaking to you. So those are the things we have to pay more than the usual attention to brothers and sisters. Because the Lord God Almighty has sworn by himself that as he lives, that the heavens and the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Almighty God in truth, in righteousness, and in holiness. And we are the instruments, those who have received the Jesus Christ, well, the Lord Jesus Christ has made it clear that as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of the Almighty God. We are the sons of the living God. And we and it's time for us to take to pay more than the usual attention to those things. I'm talking to you, I also I'm also talking to my own self. Because the truth is this. It's not knowing the Word of God. It's not just knowing the Word of God. I'm being able to recite it. It's the scripture once it says, Be doers of the Word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. We can deceive ourselves by hearing the Word of God and not doing it. The children of Israel did deceive themselves. Adam and Eve deceived themselves. We are not evil. But God remains the same. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He will not change. That's why he sent his son to ask us to change. He says, repent, come back, turn from your wicked ways, forsake your sins. Turn back to me, your creator, and that he will receive us. So, it behooves us to uh, stop we have been brought up in falsehood, Christianity, whatever religion it is. Because if you read the word of the Almighty God and His Son Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, and you and you and you listen to the world, you find out that you're, you're, it's completely two different things. The way the Lord God Almighty walks is different. The Scripture tells us that we don't walk according to the flesh. But what? We walk through the Almighty God. 
and the Lord God Almighty commands us in Isaiah 15, he says, in returning and rest is your salvation. In quietness and in confidence is your might. In other words, when the world is physically arrayed in battle against us, when we even know and see, that's when we have to remain very calm and in our heart, call on the Lord God Almighty. It's because he says it's in quietness and in confidence and in trust is our might. Mm-hmm. And he wants to know, God wants to know how how we react to the things that happens to us, to the challenges we face, whether we will remember that it is he who created every spirit that is around, Satan and all the spirits he took, he took with him. God created them. But to us, to us he has given the authority to trample and tread upon them according to his word. And we have to walk in that authority to the glory of the Almighty God. So when, when we find ourselves in this situation, we have to understand we have an obligation to glorify God. Yes. Being is a, a divine imperative, a divine command to those who know Him, to those who trust Him, to those who believe in Him. It's a, a divine imperative. Because you see, God cannot stop being holy. He cannot, he will not mix himself with the world that he has created. He has the power to sustain his glory. And he demands us to share in that glory by being holy unto him through his power and through our obedience to his word. It's time for us to take it personally. I think I've been saying it. Eternal life is a personal quest. Your father cannot give it to you. Your mother cannot give it to you. Your brother cannot give it to you. You have to exercise your own faith in your own heart. That's why the scripture says, with the heart man believes unto righteousness. And the scripture says, Abraham believed the almighty God, and it was counted unto Abraham as righteousness in the sight of the Almighty God. So the Lord God Almighty knows when we are believing Him, when our heart is anchored in Him, in His words, He knows. So that, that is why we should stop putting denominations of ethnicity, of profession, nationality before the Lord God Almighty. He doesn't care for any of those things. Because for the soul, He has, he has created us. He wants us to come back to him. Amen. And share in his divine glory. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, God is indeed a good God. Earlier you heard from one of the speakers and she spoke about governments. What she's saying, it is true. When you go into Ephesians chapter 6 and 12, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. It doesn't matter which country you live in. doesn't matter who you are, you're listening. Maybe you're someone even watching us because, you know, nowadays I come to realize that When you think your telephone number is private, you only need to fill out the form and you will see your number there, even though you did not put it there. Nothing is private or personal anymore. Okay, but nevertheless, we still have a little bit of authority. So when we talk about spiritual wickedness in high places, we are speaking of all manner of, listen, organizations, governments to the highest level, even royal palaces. It doesn't matter who. Satan will infiltrate any person, anything, looking for instruments who will work for him. It doesn't matter who you are. 
And by the way, you heard how it can make you rich. When you see people are rich, do not envy them. You do not know how they got it. He's a liar. He took Jesus. Matthew 4, he said, listen, if you worship me, bow down and worship me, because the angels of God will catch you if you were to throw yourself down here. And I'll give you everything that you need. Don't fall for it. He come in different groups. A few years ago, I had a, a certain group, well-known. I won't call the name, well-known. Do you want to get rich? <laughs> I deleted it. I want to get rich, but rich in Christ. Because you heard the sister read from, um, I think, first, first um, Timothy 6 about the riches. Jesus himself said it's hard for a rich man to enter in the kingdom of heaven. Because for many people, just like some of these pastor leaders here about the place, the riches is their God. That's their God. But I want to thank God today for all the speakers. Don't try to um, censor us or, or whatever you want to do. It's the truth. What you heard, what you heard here today, it's the truth. Go in the scriptures. Our brother was speaking a moment ago, and everything when you hear him say, Jesus said, or the word said, they're all scriptural. Yes, he summarizes, but they're all scriptural. If you were to rewind the tape and say, listen, from this part to that part of the, the tape, or this, these phrases the brother used, we will get you the scriptures and we'll get them to you. We hope next time he'll have the scriptures for you. But they are there, they're scriptural. We are not fighting with flesh and blood. It's not your husband. It's not your wife, not your child. It's not even your whoever you want to call it. It's the devil. He's working in them. We have come to the end of our program. Father, I want to thank you again for this wonderful opportunity to share your word. Thank you for those who are here live and for those, Lord God, who will be listening to the program. We pray it will be a blessing to them. We thank you for every opportunity you give us, every platform. Help us to use them wisely. Help us to lift up your name on high because there's no other name like your name. Cover us under your blood. We come now as in one, as one we join together and we bind all retaliating spirit, every spirit that will come against us in whatever way or form. We bind you, we cast you back to the dry places, dark places of the earth because the gates of hell shall not prevail against the house of God, whose house we are. We plead the blood of Christ against you. We stand against you. We have the authority over you and we trample you in Jesus' name. If you are listening to us today, you listen to us and you're saying, well, I don't understand this. I need to know more. You can reach us at www.frministry.org, Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. Shekinah is an online Bible college for Christians. Or if you want to know more about the word, this is where you come to know about the word. A lot of colleges are calling themselves Christians, but when you get into in there, then you know they have a mixture of everything. Everything is there. And I want you to pay attention to something someone said today about the ring. And I noticed cufflinks. I noticed a pair of cufflinks recently. I said, hmm, that's strange. That's strange. When you see some of these pastors and ministers, these big hefty rings, and they're showing it out to you, be careful where you go to church. Be careful. Amen. Yes. May God bless you and may God keep you. I, I don't know when the Lord allows us to speak again, but this week I'll be talking about the big lie. God said you'll die. Satan said you won't lie. You won't die. And I'll talk about the, the strong delusion. You see people behaving the way they're doing. You're saying, oh, wonder why is he doing that? Why is she doing that? They are under the big lie. This, I think I may be doing on Tuesday morning. I will post it. I'll send a, uh, go to my website at www.frministry and look for where we have the, um, the blog. You will see the day, the day when, because I'll have a note on it when this pro I will be um, doing this program. I'm not sure what time in the morning, but we'll be doing it. But I want to thank everyone for coming in. Thank you for listening out there. I don't know who you are, but we thank you. And please, you may not agree with everything we say, but whatever we say here, it's scriptural. You were given scripture verses, and um, as my friend would say, the addresses where you go and find them. 
And if you want to know from our brother who spoke, you want the addresses, we'll send them to you. Just tell us, give us a phrase, give us a line, and we'll send it to you. May God bless you. May God keep you. We're here again on Wednesday morning. We'll be here on Wednesday. We do meet on um, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, but we'll be at on, um, on record on Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're living outside of the United States of America, we have numbers that you can reach us on the other side. Just let us know. We want to be part of your program. We've had people here from London and before, and I'm sure we'll have them again. So if you want, even from Trinidad, if you want to hear and you want to be part of the live program, just let us know and we will send you the information. If you also want to be on our prayer line program, go to our website or call us, leave a message, say, I want to be there. We'll send you the information. Our telephone number, 678 964-4096, you can leave a text or a voice, or 770-347-8320, and that's all voice. We're going to pause here for a moment, and as we pause, we do not want you to leave. Just hold on for a moment. We're just going to pause.